But instead of looking at waste as an unpleasant byproduct of living, we can see it as new beginning, opportunity, independence. And in that way, we can start to interact with it differently. Welcome, neighbors, to Hometown Earth, the podcast that brings a down-to-earth approach to all of your sustainability questions. I'm your host, Lena Sanford, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here, we believe that everyone can change the world. Do you believe? I'm a Midwest gal with big dreams to discover what it takes to reduce my impact on this beautiful place we call Hometown Earth. Join me every Tuesday as we navigate what actions we can take, big or small, to make a positive impact in your life and the lives of your neighbors on Hometown Earth. Hello, neighbors. We are in month two of adopting our 12 sustainable lifestyle changes. This month is all about practicing better waste management. And I know it probably sounds like a snooze fest because a lot of people do not want to deal with waste, but I promise I will keep it interesting. Now, to start off, I really want us all to be on the same page about the word waste. The definition of waste is commonly discarded materials by humans or materials that are worthless and unwanted. So the important thing to point out here is that waste can be two different things. Items thought of as worthless, useless, or defective, but also commonly discarded things, even if they have value, could be used again, or even be refashioned into something else. Throughout these episodes, we will refer to waste as anything that humans discard regardless of its value, just for the ease of understanding. However, one of the main points of this episode is to try to burrow in the depths of our subconscious that typical quote-unquote waste is a resource. We can reframe what waste is to us by shifting to a sustainable mindset. Honestly, y'all know how important mindset is for literally everything that we do. So like I said, the focus here is really just to get your mind thinking on a different train of thought to prep us for the following episodes. So almost everything that's ever been made is a resource and could be used as a resource again, except for say hazardous materials. And by the sheer nature of creation Nothing can ever truly, truly be zero waste, although it is a really good mindset to try to achieve. Every step to make something accumulates time, energy, materials, even the physical space to create them. Say you order a pair of shoes. There is a process for creating those shoes that makes waste. From the building of the shoe factory, scraps of material or shoelaces made in the production, the time someone puts into manufacturing the shoe for you, the packaging the shoe comes in, and the gas used to fuel the truck that it's delivered in to your home. Every step requires something and creates something as a byproduct. Even though something may lose its original purpose over time, it still holds value. Let's take the same pair of shoes. 
You may wear them for 10 years until they're old and tattered, but they are still not waste. Take, for instance, the Nike Grind program. They take old, worn-out shoes and repurpose them into playgrounds, turf fields, foam flooring, even furniture. I really like this quote that Nike had on their website by the Circular Economy Director Peggy Reed. Waste is simply excess material in the wrong person's hands. Wow, think about that for a second. What was once waste could be made into something useful. It doesn't just apply to things either, but food as well. We throw away our waste scraps or even recycle them in the compost, but they could be used as a resource before they even reach that point. Take, for instance, an orange. Once you eat the juicy center, most people throw away the peel. However, you could make candied orange peels, marmalade, cleaners, wood polish, sugar scrubs, essential oils to reduce anxiety. I mean, the list goes on and on. Waste seems inevitable in almost everything that we do. But instead of looking at waste as an unpleasant byproduct of living, We can see it as new beginning, opportunity, independence, and in that way, we can start to interact with it differently. Each person in the United States creates about 4.9 pounds of waste per day. Imagine if we were able to fully harness that waste into valuable products Waste management would create jobs, boost our economy, fight hunger and poverty, improve our health and the environment, and reduce our reliance on buying new things to fill our needs and our wants for that matter. This mental shift that I'm talking about is not a new idea. In the past 35 years, many have recognized that we need to shift from talking about waste management to sustainable materials management, which focuses on waste as a resource that impacts all of our lives throughout its life cycle. It's a change in our language, in the story that we're telling ourselves that helps us shape and interact with waste differently. For instance, let's take plastic. It is vilified even though it's functional. It creates less food waste because it helps to keep things fresh and creates an ease for many people who depend on it to live independently. We have this idea that plastic is good until the item we want inside of it is no longer there. Then it is a burden, waste. If we kept that mindset we had when we originally purchased the plastic item intact, then we might start to see it as a resource still full of value. Now, don't come for me. I'm not saying we shouldn't reduce our plastic use or try to find other biodegradable or recyclable options. But for whatever we are buying, We need to take responsibility for it for the entirety of its life cycle, not just for the moment. And that comes with reframing how we interact with it. And once we begin to take responsibility for our waste, we will see that consumption is the root problem and our waste is just a symptom. 
That burden of waste shouldn't just fall on the individual, but up the supply chain and onto our government as well. Think about it. We are encouraged to consume, but with no proper education or laws in place about what that excess consumption means or how to handle it. Currently in the United States, handling waste correctly is not incentivized or part of our law, but that's beginning to change in some areas. For instance, beginning January 1st of this year, every jurisdiction in California must provide organic waste collection services to all residents and businesses. And in San Francisco, you can be charged for compostables and recyclables repeatedly found in the trash bin. We've also started to give tax breaks for using sustainable energy and driving fuel-efficient cars. What if we continued to expand that to businesses that were B Corp certified, reaching the highest social and environmental standards? Waste is created at all levels, industrial, agricultural, commercial, and residential. We need a marriage of sustainable consumption and sustainable creation to help reduce the amount of waste we create at every level while simultaneously increasing the waste resource value by reimagining it. At the end of the day, humans will still discard things, but they don't just disappear. They need to go somewhere, so why not somewhere useful? We need to do a better job of ensuring that our waste management practices allow our waste to go on the most efficient journey possible to its next destination, which we will talk about next week. So for this week's Something to Grow On segment, I want to bring up the old adage, waste not, want not. If you don't waste things, you will always have what is needed. This phrase applies to almost every situation in life, but it also applies to literal waste. Imagine if you thought of your waste as a resource. If you took yourself out of the wheel of consumption and used what you had available to you in your own home and shared resources with others, what would you have? More time and money to follow your dreams? A deeper connection with the things and people that you love? Security? You would not only want less, but feel richer in return. And that sounds pretty good to me. Until next time, thanks for joining me, neighbor. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Hometown Earth as much as I did. Let us know by rating and subscribing so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on Tuesday. Head to the show notes linked in the episode description for more details. And let us know in the comments what you want to hear next. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And you can find more about the podcast on Instagram at Hometown Earth or connect with me personally personally at Lena Sanford. We all know change needs to happen. So let's get started right here at Hometown Earth. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.